Vishal Jivrani, welcome to the podcast, brother. Hi, very good afternoon, Leah. Good Thank afternoon. you very much. Thank you for having me, bro. I shall thank you too for waiting so long. This was supposed to happen in November and we still waited for it. And thank you so much. Oh, no, it's all good. Thank you so much for putting all of me. I just had a, a tournament going on and everything. So thanks very much for waiting. So like the past three months were pretty busy for you. Uh, your tournaments were there. So like if you could just brief us with your tournaments, like how did it went mm-hmm. and what was the whole tournament about? It's uh, it was it was an it was an incredible experience. First of all, it was my first experience with uh, naturally frozen ice. Um, sorry about the misconnection there. I think. Uh, are we good? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah I can hear you. Yeah. So, uh, like I was saying, it was an incredible experience up there in uh, in uh, Goldmark and parts of Leila Dot. Um, okay. I was up there for ice hockey training camps and uh, tournaments, and it, it went. It was terrific. It was a terrific experience. Um, like I said, and like I've also mentioned on my Instagram, uh, it was my first uh, experience with naturally frozen ice, or popularly known in the hockey terms as uh, as ODR slash outdoor hockey. Um, okay. It was. It was. It was just an insane amount of learning for me as well, because uh, I've never really skated on naturally frozen ice before, and. Uh, um like i said it was my first time it was it was terrific okay so that that sounds great pretty like you were pretty enthusiastic you might have been pretty enthusiastic before the tournament like it was your first outdoor tournament things like that yeah it, i was um i was very excited as well as i was nervous okay um, to be honest yeah. is um <laughs> i had an ice i didn't play ice hockey in uh, Three years before stepping on last, thanks to my coaches and my friends who, you know, welcomed me so well and let me fit in, fit right in. So uh, yeah, it took a while for me to to get used to the ice, but uh, uh, I was doing fabulous out there after a while. For sure, for sure. On your Instagram bio, there's a term alternate captain, and when I re- read that, I always wondered what does the term alternate captain mean? Meant? Oh yeah. Like I've heard the both the both of the terms separately, but not together. So if you could just explain like, what does alternate captain mean and like what's the oh, yeah. role of the alternate captain in uh, ice hockey or roller hockey? Sure, um, ice hockey and inline hockey. Um, they're, they're, I mean, they're both uh, different sports, pretty much okay. similar, but they're obviously a lot different from each other as well. Yeah. If you look at it, and uh, once you get to play those sports, you'll know how how different they are, but uh, and also how similar they are. One of the similarities is the is the captaincy format. So uh, okay. each team has a captain and a couple of assistant captains slash alternate captains. Okay. So basically, means you're you're replacing the captain while captain while the captain is not on the ice, not inside the rink. Um, yeah. You know, it's a very fast game. Uh, people keep uh, switching in and switching out. Uh, it's called line shifts. You know, people have sh- some people have shorter shifts than the other, and uh, you can't obviously play the entire game yourself. So you have to let uh, the other boys play. So um, yeah, once well, it's it basically means a vice captain and um, or an alternate captain. So in the absence of the captain, yeah. you you have to uh, take the responsibility of leading the team, and that's that's basically what uh, alternate captain or assistant captain means. So ever feel pressured when when you have given a responsibility of a vice captain when on the field? 
in the absence of a captain have you ever like uh, felt that during a game um honestly like in the beginning i'm going to be honest uh, the first tournament that i played that was in malaysia in 2017 yeah this this was december 2017 when i played the first uh championship as the assistant captain or the alternate captain and uh yes i felt a lot of pressure i felt like uh you know i had to stand out um stand out from from the entire team to perform uh, exceptionally well yeah, because of the okay. title that i had and uh, yeah. i had a letter on my jersey uh so the first tournament i mean i kind of felt that pressure but then later on when i got used to it i i you know started to realize that uh it's it's not that i have to perform better than others because um i'm the assistant captain it's it's just that i have to go out there and give it my best and you know do what i can do best for my team that sounds great so bro you went to yeah. us as a part of student exchange correct yeah so like was it intentional and you had goals for those or did you just filled up the form for fun and then things went went with the flow honestly nothing really was decided and uh uh was not intentional at all i mean uh if you look at it i didn't want to go away from home for a year uh myself i i had no intentions of going away I was okay. a very timid kid growing up so um but my uncle was uh was a part of rotary and uh uh he he insisted upon uh, you know me filling this form and uh going away and staying away by myself and trying to be independent and everything uh I saw he came really uh, late in uh, in the picture it was not okay. a part of the picture since the beginning okay but uh as you say uh, international youth exchange okay. it came in the picture um because of my uncle and uh I was basically forced to fill the form and uh, <laughs> uh the first first couple of weeks I regretted it but uh as soon as I fit in as soon as I made new friends over there in the US it it got really fine and uh it was perfect I I I couldn't have had, had it better at all so, so like so uh, yeah I wasn't I, I didn't intend to go on an exchange I just it just happened so so like did the ice hockey and roller hockey things happen when you went to US or before that Um so I used to play inline hockey before I went to the US okay. but uh, um as I as I went to the US my uncle knew that uh, ice hockey was a big sport over there and okay. uh, yeah. all he wanted was me to try uh okay. try and give it a shot um yes I I did you know try to learn and uh, do the best I could there I played a, a spring league with uh, my high school team in the US and mm-hmm. came back to represent India here So brother there's one thing I wanted to discuss with you like there's always the best and the yeah. worst parts of anything like the two sides of the same coin oh yeah it, it refers to people oh, yeah, places sure. things situations food like whatever we can count in it so correct talking in the sense you went to us what was the best and the worst aspect of people in usa and also the underlying culture that was being followed in us all uh, right so the best thing uh and um, i think the culture uh i think they both i can uh, you know pretty much put them both together and uh, talk about the best part best experience in the us that i had uh the best thing that i realized or, or came to learning in the us is that uh when you go out there you just find people so nice uh you know it, it's it's uh, known to be the friendliest uh, nation in the world and uh, okay. i it didn't take me very long to experience that 
I um it was I remember it was the first few days in my uh, of my uh, exchange and uh, I just landed into the US and I went out for a walk or something and I I you know all I see is people waving at me and checking up on me asking me how I'm doing and everything like you know like it doesn't take a lot to make make somebody's day you know um okay. that's when I realized that and uh, it was it was a, it was a great experience it was something new for me cuz you yeah. don't see that a lot happening in India you know like you don't have uh people that don't know you come up to you and talk to you and everything yeah. you know there you just people come that's, up to you and try to try to you know make talks with you and that's um, a very rare scene in india just try to make your day in somewhere that's correct yeah. so that's something that uh was definitely one of the best best experiences in my exchange okay. and uh food was a great uh okay. experience it was it was it was i mean i'm a, I, i used to i've been a foodie ever okay. since and uh <laughs> um to try the new cuisines and uh, new foods mm. it was a um was a great uh, learning and experience for me for me and what about the culture like how how was the culture different from india that and that of the us and how how did you enjoy it i mean it's it's really a lot different i mean um from the most uh, you know littlest things to to uh, like the biggest things at all you know like uh the way people greet you and the okay. way people talk to you okay. uh from that little to like to how people drive and you know uh table etiquette it's it's all it's all a, a whole different world out there okay. you know um yes we are trying to westernize ourselves here but <laughs> uh there's still a lot of difference between uh indian culture and uh and the american culture indian okay. culture is more um uh, more of a personalized touch uh to everything you know like like how we treat how we have a popular saying atithi devo baba right like okay, yeah, yeah we treat our guests as 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 gods basically yeah, yeah uh you don't get to see that a lot over there in the us it's it's mostly a very informal um culture out there you know people are just it's almost like people are friends like out there you know okay. it's not it's not a lot of um godly treatment or or mm-hmm. like a very guesty treatment that's very uh, informal people get friendly uh right from the from the beginning that's that's the one major difference that i felt among so, the other uh millions of differences that's great like coming back onto your journey like how did your love for ice hockey and roller hockey began and what was that thing that excited you at the first place for both the sports and that still excites you today So um I think for inline hockey when I started, I was really playing inline hockey and uh, the reason I played inline hockey was you know it was a, it was a getaway for me one it was a getaway it was a mental emotional physical and every, like it was it was just a break from uh you know the real world for me like the, my real world didn't obviously have a lot of problems back back when i was a kid obviously like like now i could you know name a few problems that i have in my in the real world but uh whenever i play hockey it seems like i'm always i mean you know forgetting about the whole problems and everything uh that's been going on in my real life um that's basically why i kept playing hockey the other big okay. reason that i kept playing hockey was that i was winning you know i knew that i could okay. do it like okay. i knew that i was I had that in me to bring out the best in me to out the best. It just makes you feel interested to to uh, keep playing the game. 
for ice hockey, it was a whole new experience because um, I'd never played the first. I'd never played ice hockey. And I was 15, 15, 16 when I first played ice hockey. So um, I kind of understood, you know, you kind of understand things going on, going on around you. And when you try something new, there's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of, um, you know, nervousness. There's a lot of uh, embarrassment. Uh, uh, anxiety and all of that, you know, performance mm. pressure and everything. Um, so I was 15, 16, and I, I had all this pressure in my mind. And there's this, you know, testosterone boost and it going on inside of me. And I just want to go out there and play the sport that I like, you know. It was, it was very intense. So, um, the one reason that I kept playing ice hockey and that I kept falling in love with, with ice hockey was the, the major league sports. So, okay. in the US, you notice that uh, it's very common for somebody or it's very easy for somebody to, you know, access uh, or go to, like, major league games. Like, uh, like there's IPL in India, right? Mm-hmm. NHL, the, you know, the, the whatnot. It's the sports hub. I call it the sports hub. Um, so there's lots of uh, major league sports going on in, in, in the U.S. And that just kind of motivates you to be a better player yourself and to, uh, you know, want to play in, 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 in the middle of, you know, 20,000 people watching you playing and everything. So I think that's, one of the reasons that made me kept going uh, to, to, you know, continue playing ice hockey and loving the sport even more. Also, what was your family's response towards your sport? Like, did you have a hard time convincing them? Or did they just saw the level of practice, the determination, the dedication you had for the sport? And they just understood that that way? Um, I think it was a little bit of both. Every okay. single time. Okay. When I say both, I mean... Um, I didn't have to convince them at all. All I had to do was, you know, love the sport and do what I do, right? Mm-hmm. And there were times when my parents would push me out of the house, like, like you know, like they'd literally kick me out of the house, like, hey, like, why don't you go train? You know, why don't you go play? Um, there were times like that. And there were also times when they'd have to call me up to see whether I'm doing fine. Like maybe maybe I was overtraining or uh, overdetermined sometimes and uh, they had to call me home, like, hey, like, you know, what's going on? How is it going? But the best part about that is that I knew that my parents were looking out for me at all times and uh, they supported me uh, to play hockey all throughout. So there has never been time that, uh, you know, anybody from my family, I live in a joint family. So there's, so this is a family of 11 that we're talking about. Um, and every single one of the members, you know, they were just nothing but supportive. Um, playing hockey and, you know, pursuing my career as a hockey player or, or, or any of that. Even today, I face these situations where uh, I have to make a decision between, you know, college or hockey. Um, I'm pretty, you know, lucky that my parents would obviously choose hockey over college for me as well when it comes to that. And they definitely support me um, while I'm doing that. So I've been, I've been kind of lucky uh, that way with, with family support. That's that's the only thing any ambitious kid like or a teen or in a people in the twenties need that like, just family support, the dedication, determination you have, go with the flow. I think so, yeah, absolutely. So, Michelle, like I'm a firm believer that whatever decision people take today will impact it tomorrow, and whatever is the current situation of people, oh, yes. good, bad, worst, great, irrespective. Is because of the few or the many decisions they took in the past. So what were those decisions, irrespective of right or wrong, or maybe what were those things that you did right or wrong that has brought you to the situation that you are currently 
Uh, that's a tough one. Uh, but I know the right. I know the answer to this right off the bat. Uh, because, you know, growing up uh, while I was, you know, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, and sixteen, these were the years when, uh, you know, it's you're you've just become a teenager, and you all you want to do is have fun with your friends in school and college and uh, the high school, or some people like to call it college, the eleventh and twelfth. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like you've just become a teenager, and all you want to do is have fun, go out, chill with your friends, and you know, spend yeah. time with um as many friends as you can, and as much time as as you want, right? Um. For me, it was a little bit different because I always thought that uh, you know, I was missing out on all of that because sometimes I was, most of the times I was away from training, I was away for uh tournaments or or training camps or or I was just you know training or just recovering at home. And not chilling with my friends at the clubs and everything. Okay. So I think that has played a huge role in my life. You know, those decisions, those or those sacrifices that I made. That, um, you know, instead of going out with my friends, I'm gonna stay home and relax or recover for the next practice that there is, or you know, envision uh, uh things for my next tournaments or everything, or the coming up season or whatever it may be. Um, uh, I think those uh, are the decisions that I made that have you know kind of brought me here. So, like, do you regret not having to got time to spend with your friends? Um, no. It sometimes uh, hits me in the back of my head that you know, oh hey, like, uh, what if I don't have uh friends when I'm like you know, sixty years old? What if I don't have memories to look back to? But what I don't realize uh, sometimes is that right now playing hockey, I'm making more memories than than ever. Right? You know, I have my teammates. I have the boys that I. Basically, live with and 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 I'll die for you know. So I think uh, it's going to be a great memory to cherish when I'm uh, when I'm older. And uh, I don't I don't think I regret any of this. And like recently, you just tested positive for COVID. So like, how was? Oh yeah, I'm still I'm still in, uh, at home. So like, you have recovered. That's a great news. And like, how was the whole experience for you? Like. being quarantined in a in a room for 14 days no 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 contact with the outside world how was that um honestly i haven't completely recovered yet it's only been 7 days since i uh, tested positive and uh, i i also have uh, seven more days of quarantine to go so okay. i'm just uh, i'm still in one of the bedrooms in my house and not getting out at all um uh, i think i i think the 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 only advantage to this is i can recover well from other three months of travel hockey that i've played recently and uh, it it has been a little bit tough as well because uh you know i start to feel weak and uh, there's no activity uh in the day or or the night and it's it gets it's get you know gets a really uh it difficult for somebody else that as active otherwise uh to sit down and you know on their bed and stay there um like your statue for like 24 hours a day it's tough to not do activities so like apart from feeling weakness, just well. is there any other changes that you feel after you tested positive um yeah i think yeah there's a lot of changes you know i mean uh, it it kind of changes the whole perspective uh, okay. of life you know yeah, it has definitely changed mine you know i, I don't take things for granted anymore okay, and i yeah. don't think i don't take any um privileges that i got like uh, being able to play hockey or like you know spending time with my friends and family or uh being with my teammates or 
um, all the training time that I that I uh, that I skipped, uh, I don't take any of that for granted anymore. And as soon as I get back out there, I'm just gonna be training as much as I can and making the most of everything that I can. So uh, yeah, uh, definitely makes you not want to take life for granted anymore. It definitely changes your perspective. So like COVID nineteen has done some more positives apart from just being tested. Yes, absolutely. Uh, that's that's one hundred percent sure. One hundred percent. So, like, is there any specific culture or underlying vibe that the city you belong from, that is Jalgaon, has or like carries? Oh, uh, not really. The one thing that uh, you know is special about this place is, uh, uh, it's it's very small. So, like, everybody comes to know about the things happening around the, in in the city. You know, like um, everybody knows you by your name, and uh, pretty much everybody knows you by your name. And if you're doing something good out there, uh, people are gonna know. So I think that uh, kind of that has kind of motivated me to you know do better every single time I I've gone out. You know, every single time I go out uh, for a tournament or a training camp, I know that uh, there's gonna be all these you know lacks of people's uh, lacks of people knowing about you know how I'm doing and what I'm doing out there. So I think that just kind of motivates me to. to do better and bring out the better in myself so that's one good thing uh, that i like about jolia and now then and after you come back it's almost like uh, people look up to you and they ask you like hey like you know like they ask you about your tournaments and training camps and they're out there to motivate you of course there's uh, people talking otherwise as well but you know there's i don't think uh, anything has helped me as much as criticism has it just helps me to do better <laughs> like that that's good that's like you you'll take that oh, as yes. a motivation oh yes 100% so brother i like i'm also a very sporty kind of person like i also like play sports and there's one thing i've observed people involved in sports like they have they always have to think at at the feeds like there's there is a span of seconds and you have to think very accurately and the margin of errors are very low so like you have oh, been yeah. an, you have been a vice captain of the indian junior team so like I think so. You're the best person to answer this one. Like, what do you do in specific to improve this one quality of yours? Like, think at your feet, to think quickly, and that to accurate. You might get wrong sometimes. That's for obvious. But like, you you still, I think so. You will improve on that quality. So, what do you do in specific? Oh yeah, I think. Well, I think being right or wrong isn't uh, a thing when you're playing a sport. I mean, of course, yeah. like, there's things that are 100% wrong, yeah. but there's also a lot in between. So. As long as you're making good plays out there, you know. If, if for example, I get the puck, I and I have to make a decision in a, in a fraction of a second. Of course, hockey is a, is the fastest sport that I've ever known, and and it's definitely one of the toughest sports as well. So, um, yeah, you get first of all, you get to learn a lot over time, and okay. uh, I mean, you know, obviously you're gonna make mistakes in the beginning, but yeah, as soon as you uh, you know, get the hang of it, you know that you're doing right, and when you're when you get confident. while making decisions there's there's always going to be a time when uh, you're not making that many wrong decisions you'll realize that uh, you know what you did was absolutely correct in that moment and uh, you just don't look back you always try to do better the next time so um, even if you did wrong it's always uh, you know take good to take the learning but not beat yourself up about uh, making a wrong decision or making a wrong play you know on the ice or inside the rink the 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 mantra is to you know keep going Uh, my coach always said, uh, "Shit happens. All you gotta do is keep your head up and uh, keep moving forward." So I think that has uh, helped me a lot 
in uh, you know making better decisions. There's not always been wrong decisions that I've made, but earlier I used to be really nervous uh, while making decisions. But as you as you get the confidence to make uh, make decisions, you you'll, you'll realize that you're doing better. And uh, yeah, you just do it for the uh, do what you think is the best in the situation, and uh, you just do better. Okay, so like there's a very famous saying. Strikers win matches, defenders win championships. You are a defender yourself. I feel you're the one of the best person to answer this one. Also, like, why do you think uh, athletes across sports that involve goals, like football, hockey, inline hockey, have said mm-hmm. this one thing? And what's the importance or the relevance when it comes to on the field? I'm sure if you could say this thing once again, it'd, it'd be uh, it'd be really helpful. What's, what's the that? what's the uh... What's the very famous saying that you that you uh, mentioned? Strikers win matches, defenders win championships. Oh yeah. So, um, I don't know. It's a very thing. All uh, people say in hockey. Uh, I don't know about uh, other team sports, but it's a uh, it's a really popular thing in hockey. And uh, uh, you know, even uh, even the boards, even the uh, federations, even international organization organizing committees know all of this. I uh, know okay. that. Uh, Uh, assisting is uh, more important than scoring goals. You know, in hockey, uh, yeah, anybody can score goals. You know, like you can okay. you can be past the puck in front of the net, and uh, all you have to do is take a shot, and it's it, it's very likely that you'd score. Okay. Everybody works on their shooting. Everybody uh, works on accuracy. Nobody, you know, like not a lot of people can make plays. If you can make okay. play, if you can keep the puck moving well, great passes, then nothing like what better. Uh, than being selfless in a in a team sport, you know. If you uh, if you're selfless and if you're not looking uh, for your own uh, numbers, uh, obviously you're gonna you're gonna stand out out there. And uh, the more plays that you make in a game, and the, the better it is for the team as well. So uh, yeah, and at the end of the day, who wins? Team wins, right? It doesn't matter how many goals somebody scores or or who scores or who doesn't score and all of that. It's all about how many the team scored as as a, as a as a team, and uh, how many plays they they'd made, and how many uh, uh, defense plays they made. So it's all about it's a it's a team sport, obviously, as as the name suggests. Uh, the team that does play this that plays better wins more yeah. games and wins more championships. That was a pretty good explanation of the quote. Oh yeah. <laughs> so like. I'm pretty unaware about the whole inline hockey and roller hockey scenarios in India. So, like, mm-hmm. I'll give you a hypothetical situation. Please answer it any way you like. If there's a person who's willing to like pursue inline hockey or roller hockey, or maybe both as a full-time career, looking at the present scenarios, can the person pursue it full-time? Oh, in India, it's it's very hard to pursue the career as a as a player yourself. Okay. Uh, obviously, it's honestly it's very it's close to impossible uh, in India okay. to uh, pursue a career as an inline hockey player. Yes, if you're a coach and if you had had the proper training to uh, train other people or to educate other people with the knowledge that you have, um, then it could be a uh, you know a limited source of earning yourself. So uh, that could be a career choice that you could make. But that's also very limited since uh, it's not that okay. popular sport in uh, in India. And uh, in the U.S. or countries like uh, you know Canada or or a lot of European countries as well. So for while playing inline hockey, it's a it's a little bit difficult uh, or close okay. to impossible in okay. India to make a okay. career out of it, unless you're like you're looking at coaching or 
for you know supplying uh, hockey gear or equipment okay like so like if you have a vision in future do you th- what what you think like should be corrected in terms of making ice hockey and roller hockey a full time career for the players um i think that having a training facilities across country that'll be uh, that are 365 days running and uh, you know the more you play the sport the better you get at it right yeah. so um obviously it's going to take a lot of uh, uh, you know uh, funds and a lot of uh, infrastructure to yeah. have uh, that kind of facility but once you do uh, you're going to realize that you know players are in um you know all that's the key first step uh, to achieving um a professional hockey uh, career in india okay so like i'll give you another hypothetical situation if you if you had the power to go back mm-hmm. in time and had to give an advice to the younger vishal javrani what would be those um i'll try to uh i'll just say simple things pick up your bag get out of here you know the the more time i spend out uh in in uh, another country training with a professional uh, yeah. coach and a training uh, in a, in a professional infrastructure atmosphere it's obviously going to uh, lead to better situations than this yeah. you know obviously um i have a lot of other things to take care of here obviously and uh, uh but um once you're there you you have a vision in mind and you're training with a proper goal in your in your head and uh, once you have that you're obviously going to make it because you know you you're going to have a plan uh that you're going to work by and once you do you're obviously going to make it to better things in life so vishal jorani on that note i'll end the podcast thank you so much brother it was a pleasure talking oh, yeah. to you and thank you so much for coming thank you so much it was uh, it was an honor being here thank you so much for having me like same here i hope you enjoyed the podcast as well i enjoyed too oh yes of course Absolutely I'm looking forward to hearing it again like I'm also looking forward for many such podcasts on various topics we'll discuss but like as of now it's a goodbye from my side thank you brother absolutely take care thank you very much have a good day thank you